This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, a leading industry super fund specialising in the health and aged care sector. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. Researchers at La Trobe University's Centre for Alcohol Policy Research will lead a project to investigate heavy alcohol consumption cultures among nurses and lawyers in Victoria. And here to talk to me about the study is lead researcher Dr Robin Dwyer. Robin, thanks for joining us. Thanks very much, Connor. It's a pleasure. Robin, why these two groups in particular? We decided to look at drinking cultures within occupational groups um, because Australians spend a lot of their time working and drinking collectively with work colleagues is a common practice. And so that means that a lot of different occupational groups are likely to have uh, what we call drinking cultures. And by drinking culture, I mean like the social norms and customs about what is and is not socially acceptable for the group around drinking and drunkenness. So we specifically chose nurses and lawyers to study um, because there's some research that shows that larger proportions of these groups drink above recommended guidelines for drinking uh, compared with the general population averages. So research Mm. has shown that around 35 to 40% of nurses and lawyers report regularly drinking more than four drinks on a single drinking occasion. Mm -hmm. And this is compared with 25% of the general population. But then importantly, um, we do know that generally that collective drinking is an important part of the occupational activities of nurses and lawyers. So things like after-work drinks or networking or informal get-togethers. And This collective drinking offers important opportunities to socialise with co-workers, receive brief about work, uh, relax and build strategic relationships, but it can also have negative impacts for workers who drink too much. And there's also some research that suggests that workplace cultures and practices like long hours of work, shift work, stress or even alcohol-related reward practices may influence the drinking among nurses and lawyers. So because of all these things, we think it's likely that the occupational social world of both nurses and lawyers have drinking cultures that contain many social and cultural elements that might support unhealthy drinking. Mm-hmm. And I and I will take the time here to say it's um, really important to note that nurses and lawyers are not the only occupational groups where collective drinking occurs and where drinking is above recommended levels. And there's not any evidence that alcohol-related problems are especially common within these two groups. But we picked them because we do know that both of them have fairly strong occupational um, group identities. And because of this, we think that they could be open to uh, drinking culture change interventions, which sort of target campaigns to that level of the social group. Uh, And also because the workforces are pretty um, fairly large And that means that health promotion campaigns and activities that we might develop from the study have the potential to shift drinking practices among a relatively large number of people. And I mean, potentially was another reason. I mean, lawyers and nurses deal with potentially, you know, people at at difficult times in their lives, uh, people who maybe have issues or problems. Is that a worry then? Is that a good reason to look into these two uh, sets of these groups of people because of who they deal with? It is part of that. So um, unhealthy drinking can, of course, have impacts on individual nurses and lawyers, but there is a potential uh, that um, unhealthy drinking practices among those groups could have some impacts on uh, patient care or the support that that lawyers give to clients. And we do know that that both those occupational groups, um, along with many other occupational groups, are dealing with, with 
regularly dealing with vulnerable populations or mm. members of the Australian community. Our drinking cultures approach is it's a new approach to understanding alcohol consumption and developing interventions to shift unhealthy drinking and it's been led by Vic Health, which is the Victorian Health Promotion Foundation. And it's an approach that recognises that um, a lot of the drinking that, that we do in society occurs within social groups and that um, these social groups sort of all have their own drinking cultures. So we think that if you understand those drinking cultures, you can design better health promotion interventions that are really targeting the meaningful drinking practices within that group. Um, and there's a way to... Uh, if we understand those drinking cultures, we can do interventions that try and sort of disrupt any unhealthy drinking mm. norms and, and practices. So this is a really new and exciting way of, of approaching reducing alcohol problems in society. And it contrasts and complements traditional approaches that have either tried to change individual drinking practices or they do uh, very broad interventions at the sort of whole population level where um, so things like policies that restrict access to alcohol, for example. Vic Health has been doing a few projects in this area for probably the last five years or so, but this is the first time that um, any of this work has been done looking at, at nurses and lawyers. Mm. I'm curious as to how you're going to go about the study. Uh, are you going to go out and get on the source with these two groups or you know, how are you going to measure these findings? We are indeed. That's the other exciting part of the project. So we'll be collecting the information in the settings where nurses and lawyers drink with each other. Right. So we'll be um, the first part of the project is to go and scope some of the likely places. So it'll be pubs and, and bars around law courts or um, hospitals. We'll also use our contacts with our partners and with with other research colleagues to um, identify members of, of the population who might allow us to come and spend time with them as they're, they're engaging in their, their uh, usual collective drinking. Mm. Uh, so it's a long-term project. The project's over three years and we'll be collecting data uh, or collecting the information for probably about 12 to 18 months and it will two researchers who will try and make contacts with, with groups of nurses and lawyers and then spend time with them regularly as they're uh, engaging in, the, in their usual practices. Mm -hmm. So it's um, called ethnographic research and, yeah, it's just a great way to build relationships with people and observe them as they're, they're going about their everyday lives. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Dr. Dwyer, I'm glad you're not looking into journalists because I, I would be very worried to see what you'd find out there. But I think it's a really interesting project. Um, thanks very much for joining us to talk about it. It's a pleasure. Thanks very much for having me.